you are in the present moment. That, in other words, you cannot be mindful in the past or the future. So those who are mindful living in the present moment. Present moment is the precious moment. Present moment is the peaceful moment. So whenever you come to the present moment, you can live happily, peacefully. This is the teaching. This is how the Buddha taught us to be in the present moment. One day, a certain deity came to the Buddha and said, Aranye viharantanam santanam brahmacharinam eka bhattam bunyamananam kena vanna pasidhati. Venerable sir, your disciples, they live alone in the, in the woods. They live in the woods. Aranye viharantanam santanam brahmacharinam. They are Santa, they are restrained. Brahmachari, they are leading a celibate life. Santanam Brahmachari. Ekabattam Bunjamanana. They eat only one time at the day, on a day. One time, one meal, day. Ekabattam Bunjamanana. Kena Vanna Pasidati. Their face is bright. They are present. What is the reason? The deity asks. Then the Buddha said, Atitan nanu sochanti napajapanti nagatam pachupanena yapenti tena vanna pasidati. They do not repent on their past. There is nothing to repent on the past. They do not repent on their past. And napajapanti uh, nagatam. They do not think, uh, pondering anything referring to their future. Pachupanyanayabhinti, they live in the present moment. Tenavanna pasidati, that is why they are present. That is why they are faces bright, present. Ah. See, that is why we, when we practice, we have to come to the present moment, live in the present moment, physically and mentally here, right here. That is meditation. So when you Come to the present moment, you are developing your mindfulness, developing your wisdom. Mindfulness, where there is mindfulness, there is wisdom. That is why we have to be mindful, we have to practice mindfulness, cultivate mindfulness, develop mindfulness. For this purpose, the Buddha taught a special discourse. The name of the discourse is Maha Sati Patthana Sutta. Maha means great. Sati Patthana. Sati means mindfulness. Patthana means established. So the discourse, the great discourse on the establishment of mindfulness or foundations of mindfulness. This is the uh, technique of Buddhist meditation. This is what we follow. Mahasati Patthana Sutta. So let's now understand this wonderful Sutta, the most important discourse. This is our technique. This is the Buddha's technique of meditation. Here the Buddha taught us both Samatha and Vipassana, serenity and insight. Uh, in the discourse, this discourse was delivered to a group of monks. Addressing the monks, the Buddha said, Ekayanu ayang bikkave maggo sattanang visuddhya soka paridhavanang samatikkamaya dukkha domanasanang attangamaya nyayasa adhigamaya nibbanasa satchikiriyaya Yadidang Chattaro Satipatthana. This is the preamble of the, uh, this sutta, the gist of the, of the sutta. Buddha said, monks, addressing the monks, said, monks, this is the only way 
for the purification of beings, for the overcoming of sorrow and lamentation, for the disappearance of pain and grief, for reaching the path, for the attainment of enlightenment. This is the only way. Then, said, what is that way? Uh, the, the way, he said, for establishment of mindfulness. This is the way. The Buddha said, this is the way. What is the way? The four establishments of mindfulness. Ah, here, the Buddha said, mindfulness is to be established in four places. What are the four places? Kāyī kāyānupassi viharati Vedanāsu vedanānupassi viharati Chitte chittānupassi viharati Dhammesu Dhammanupassi Vihirati. Every night we recite this. Huh? Those, all these days, from, from the beginning of our retreat, every night we, as the conclusion of the day, we recite this. So, four establishments of mindfulness. The first one is Kai Kayanupassi Vihirati. That is, Establishing mindfulness in body as body. Body as body. Then Vedana Suvedana Anupasi Vihirati. Establish mindfulness uh, in feelings as feelings. Then the third one, consciousness as consciousness. And fourth is mental objects as mental objects. These are the four. When practice this, develop this, the Buddha taught us to maintain four factors. The four factors are Atapi, Sampajano, Satyama, Vinaya Loki, Abhijjado, Manasa. Atapi. Atapi means ardent. Do it ardent, ardently. Ardently, you can say ardently. Make effort to continue your meditation. For the success of your meditation, first thing is effort. Atapi. Then, sampajano. Clearly understanding, clear comprehension. Understand it clearly. Sampajano. Third, Satima. Be mindful. Fourth, Vinaya loke abhijjado manasam. Vinaya means give up, abandon. What? Abhijja, covetousness. Do manasam, grief. Abandon both covetousness and grief. Then what is remaining? Equanimity. So, these are the four factors to be uh, understood and to maintain. When we practice meditation, we have to maintain these factors. So, in the, in the preamble of the discourse, Buddha said, this is the only way. This meditation, the Buddhist technique of meditation, this is the way for five things. First, the Buddha said, this is the way for the purification of beings. Second, for the overcoming of sorrow and lamentation. Third, for the disappearance of pain and grief. Fourth, teaching the path, noble path. And the fifth, realization of Nibbana. Those are the five purposes practicing Buddhist meditation. So when we practice, when we develop uh, sati, mindfulness, Buddha said, establish mindfulness on these four places. How? The Buddha gave step by step. Steps there is very systematic. Buddha has very well designed this technique. It is systematic. 
Step by step, Buddha has given all the instructions how to practice. When practice the first first factor, so now there are four factors, four four things to be uh, practiced, develop mindfulness. First one is contemplating body or establishing mindfulness in body in body. Body in body here means kaya kaya nupasi vihavati. Kaya is body. So establish mindfulness in body first. For this purpose, Buddha said, uh, Buddha has given six methods. In this sutta, Buddha has given six methods to establish mindfulness in body. First one is anapanasati, mindfulness of breathing. That is the first one. So this is body. Your breath is body. That is called breath body. So dwell in practicing mindfulness of breathing. That is the first instructions. For this purpose, Buddha instructed, first of all, find a suitable place a congenial place. Ida bhikkhave bhikkhu aranya gatova rukhamula gatova sunyagar gatova This is the instruction. First, the meditator should go to a certain place which is good, which is uh, congenial, com- comfortable, hmm? convenient place to practice. It is difficult to practice all, every place. Right? There are, in, in busy places, hmm? disturbances, too much disturbances, then you can't. You have to find, find a suitable place. So the Buddha said, first go to an Aranya. Aranya means, uh, that is called jungle. Jungle, real jungle. When you go to a, such a thicket, you feel that you are alone there. You are alone. When you are there, you feel your breath very well. You can practice well when you go to an Aranya. That is the that is the most suitable place to practice. That is why Buddha suggested to go there at the first place. Aranya Gatova. Then the Rukkamula Gatova. Go to the foot of a tree. There you can you can sit. Then you you feel that you are covered. Well, you are like well protected. The tree is not like the small trees. A big tree. You have to go to a big tree like banyan tree. You know what banyan trees, right? The big big trees like a banyan tree or huge tree. Any any kind of huge tree like a big uh, say a bodhi tree. That is why the Buddha sat under the bodhi tree. And like a big uh, mango tree, like that. When you go there, you feel that you are well protected. You are protected there. And you have very good um, environment. You have uh, energy, oxygen, very well. That is why the Buddha suggests to go to the foot of, the tr- of a tree at the second place. Then the third place, Go to an empty house, empty house, empty hut. Go to an empty hut. If it is a lone lone hut somewhere, it's better, but otherwise a house. So we have empty houses here. Many houses are empty. Some places, after six, seven in the morning, till evening, house is empty. No people. They go for work and those who do not work, huh, work or walk, <laughs> they can they can practice <laughs> in such places. So however, we, we can find uh, empty houses here. Hmm? Sometimes uh, quite places are quite uh, quiet place, you know, quiet places we can find easily. 
So then we have to practice. So however the Buddha suggested these three places. And then the Buddha suggested how to sit. How to sit. Ujungkayang uh, panidaya. Keep the body straight, erect, erect body. Ujungkayang panidaya. Parimukang. Parimukha is uh, like in front of your face or around the uh, nose because the, the breath, you want to observe breath. If you want to observe your breath, you want to give attention to the uh, entrance of the nostrils. Therefore, you to give your attention to the front and understand breath. Parimukang Satting Upattapitta. Keep your mindfulness. Sati. Satting Upattapitta means keep your mindfulness. Give your attention. That means, in other words, give your attention to understand your breath. So then the Buddha said, so Sattova. Now your attention is there. Your, your Sati is there. Sattova. Sattova means with that mindfulness. Sattova asa sati. Sattova asa sati. When you breathe in, in, mindfully, you understand, mindfully breathe in, in. It is mindfully, sattova, with mindfulness. Mindfulness itself, in other words. Mindfulness itself, giving full attention. Then understand, breathe in, in. Sattova asa sati. Sattova pasa sati. That is the first step. First thing to be done. So this is what we did. When we first met here, first day, second day, we did this. Ah, that is according to this sutta. Then the Buddha said, Digangva asasanto digang asasamiti pajanati Digangva pasasanto digang pasasamiti pajanati Whenever you take a lone breath, understand lone breath. Whenever you uh, excel the lone breath, understand it. Whether it is in or out, understand lone breath as lone breath. Then, rasangva asasanto rasang asasamiti pajanati rasangva pasasanto rasang pasasamiti pajanati Whenever you take, whenever you take a short breath, when it's in, understand it. And when it is out, understand it. That we did. Lone breath and short breath. Right? We spent, for this we spent two days. Ah. Then the Buddha said, Sabda kaya patisang vedi asasisamiti sikkati Sabda kaya patisang vedi asasisamiti sikkati Observe whole breath body. Whole breath body in, whole breath body out. For this we spent two days. To observe Sabdakaya. Whole breath in, whole breath out. And then the Buddha said, Pasam bhayam kaya sankaram asasisamiti sikkati, pasasisamiti sikkati. Pasam bhayam, it means calming, calming your breath. Calming, understand calming your breath. Breath calms, understand this. For this one day, whole day, without any other agitate, agitation, so, sort of agitative things, we started calming, practicing one day without no yoga, nothing. We simply observe, calm in the body, calm in mind, calm in breath. We spent one day. Uh, this is how we practice. Not, not my techniques. This is the Buddha's technique. This is how we, how the Buddha said. So we practice according to the Buddha's word. Then this is how the, how one has to practice mindfulness of breathing. That is the instructions given in this sutta. That is the first method. Then the second method is whenever you walk, gachantangva gachamiti pajanat. Whenever you walk somewhere, Understand while you are walking. 
understand that you are walking. You are going somewhere. Gachantova gachamitpajanati. Then titova titomhitpajanati. Whenever you are standing, understand that you are standing. Be aware of it. Understand. That is mindfulness. This is how you to develop mindfulness. Whenever you walk, whenever you go somewhere, understand that. That you are going. Walking. Whenever you are standing, understand your first posture and understand, be aware of that, your, your position there. And then whenever you sit, understand it. Titova titomhiti pajanati. Nisinnova nisinnomiti pajanati. Whenever you sit, understand that you are sitting, uh, sitting there. Then sayanova sayanomiti pajanati. Whenever you uh, recline, whenever you are sleeping, lying down, understand that's that posture also. These are the four postures. Whatever we are doing, we have only these four postures. Whatever we are doing, one of these four postures. Therefore, Buddha said, be mindful of these four, four postures. That is the second method. Then the third method. Third method is abhikante patikante sampajanakari hoti. The Buddha said, whenever you walk forward, then be mindful. Patikante sampajanakari hoti. When you come back, be mindful. Back and forth. That is like when you practice walking, back and forth, be mindful. Abhikante patikante sampajanakari hoti. Alokite vilokite sampajanakari hoti. When you look this way, that way, like this, we do that. When we, when we are somewhere, we do look at this place, this way, that way. Hmm? Be mindful. Alokite, vilokite, sampajanakari. Then we uh, bend our limbs and stretch our limbs, then be mindful. Samminjite, pasarite, sampajanakari hoti. Samminjite, pasarite. Whenever you stretch your limbs or bend your limbs, be mindful. Samminjite, pasarite, sampajanakari hoti. Sangati patachivara dharane sampajanakari hoti. Whenever you use your, whenever you wear your clothes, when you put the buttons on, when you wear any, any cloth, be mindful. Or when you wear wristlet, rings or necklaces like that, be mindful. Um, Sangati patta chivaradharana means, that is referring to the monks. When Sangati is, this is what is called Sangati. This robe is called Sangati. Sangati patta means bowl. Sangati patta chivara. Chivara means any robe. Whenever we use this, we have to be mindful. That is the meaning. Sangati patta chivaradharana Sampajana Kariho. Then the Buddha said, Asite, Pite, Kaite, Saite, Sampajana Kariho. Whenever you eat something, when you, when you chew something, bite or drink, eat or drink, Asite, Pite, Kaite, Saite, when you taste, be mindful. When you eat, that is why we, when we practice, we want to be mindful. Uh, when we eat, that is meditation. Asite, pite, kaite, saite, sampajanakari hoti. Then, uchara passava kamme sampajanakari. Even when you use restrooms, be mindful. And finally, he said, when, whenever you talk, even, whenever you are silent, you, you, you are silent, be mindful. So, this is the third, met- third method. The fourth one is observing the 
ట్వంటీ టూ పార్ట్స్ ఆఫ్ ద బాడీ ఐ డోంట్ వాంట్ టాక్ ఐ డోంట్ వాంట్ టేక్ దిస్ సబ్జెక్ట్ టుడే బికాస్ అనదర్ డే బిఫోర్ ఐ థింక్ ఫ్యూ డేస్ గో వి టాక్ అబౌట్ దిస్ సో యు నో దిస్ థర్టీ టూ పార్ట్స్ సో దుద్ధ సెట్ గివ్ అటెన్షన్ అండర్స్టాండ్ దిస్ థర్టీ టూ పార్ట్స్ ఇన్ ద బాడీ దట్ ఇస్ ద ఫోర్త్ మెథడ్ and the fifth method is uh observe the four elements in the body four elements there are four elements uh earth water heat air these are the four elements observe understand the four elements in the body that's the fifth one then the sixth sixth method is in the time of the buddha that was the custom that when one dies the corpse is taken to the charnel ground and they just throw it away then the buddha said to his disciples go to the charnel ground and observe understand these dead bodies see how the different stages of the dead body like after 2 days 3 days after uh, death there is the soul and it's with uh, sometime some person that is coming out and some maggots there like that different stages and then nine stages that is they are called nine charnel ground meditation nine stages when you come to the the end the nine stages you see that just like the powder the, the bones like powder so that is what happened to uh, the person right when you go there sometimes you see the uh, snails still there is connections with the uh, skeleton the skeleton without uh blood or flesh or at the time when you go there you can see the uh, bones scattered everywhere the hands bones some uh, one place one direction and the head uh, head bones another legs legs bones another place like that scattered whenever you go there this is the point whenever you go, go there you to compare your body with that or oh, this is what happened to me also or oh, when you go there oh, this is the nature so this is what happened to me also like that understand be mindful and understand this nature of body that is the sixth uh, method to practice mindfulness of body as body then the first uh, contemplation first establishment of mindfulness then the second one second one is vedana suvedana anupasseviyarati vedana means feelings sensation vedana su means many many vedana many sensations there are many sensations in the body many many kinds of feelings so the buddha's uh, instructions is observe this and understand this understand feelings as feelings when you understand feelings as feelings there are nine nine kinds of feelings according to this sutra but there is another discourse named bahu vedaniya sutra in which the buddha gave a list of vedana there there, there are 108 types of feelings 108 types of feelings here in this discourse buddha totas uh, nine kinds of feeling what are the nine kinds of feeling the first uh, pleasant feeling second painful feeling third uh, neither uh, neither painful no pleasant feeling three then there are two types another two types worldly feeling and unworldly feelings unworldly 
worldly and unworldly feelings. So, worldly feelings are three types, unworldly feelings are also three types. That is how uh, the total becomes nine. Worldly feelings, unworldly feelings. Worldly feelings, three worldly feelings, three unworldly feelings. They are the same like pain, uh, present, painful, neither painful nor present. So, that, so these things, whenever we have these feelings, while we are practicing, we have to observe these feelings. So, when we are observing, when you are practicing feelings, you are not observing your breath. You are observing your feeling. Only one, one object you can observe. You have to observe then your feelings. Ah, you are observing your feeling, not the breath there. You cannot observe feelings and breath together. All the time you to keep it in your mind that we can, we can observe, we can give attention on to on, only one object. Uh, so then, uh, the, all these things, now the Buddha gave the uh, six subtopics to practice uh, mindfulness of body as body. There the Buddha taught both samatha and vipassana, serenity and uh, insight. Now here the feeling also, samatha and vipassana both. Uh, in the sutta the Buddha says, observe arise in nature of it, perish in nature of it. Iti ajyattam vākāya kāya nupassi, bahuddha vākāya kāya nupassi. Ajyattam, internal. Bahiddha, external. Internal of the body and external of the body. Observe, understand. Ajyatta bahiddha, both internal and external. Then you can, the Buddha says, then comes to insight. What is insight? Samudaya Dhamma Anupassi Viharati. Samudaya means arising. Vaya Dhamma Anupassi Viharati. You can see arising and then the piercing. Samudaya Dhamma Anupassi, Vaya Dhamma Anupassi. Then Samudaya Vaya Dhamma Anupassi. It is in the middle. In the middle you can see the vibration like Samudaya Vaya Samudaya Vaya. Rising, piercing, rising, piercing. Ah. Observe that. That is vipassana, that is inside. Samudaya, whenever you see the rising and perishing of a certain thing, ah, that is how you are coming to vipassana. Where you can understand uh, impermanence. Whatever is in the nature of impermanence, it is in the nature of unsatisfactory and it is in the nature of soulless. This is how we are practicing nowadays. Okay. Then the third establishment of mindfulness. Where the Buddha said, Chitte Chitta Anupasseviyati. Mind. When you observe mind, this is another, another method where you have to observe your mind, not your feeling or your breath. Mind, you are observing your mind. You are, you are always with an alert mind to understand mind. Where you can understand, the Buddha said, you can understand sixteen types of mind. Basically there are sixteen types of mind to understand. Uh, what are the sixteen kinds of mind? Let's see whether I can remember. The first one is uh, Saragangva Chittang Saragan Chittanti Pajagnati. When you have a lustful mind, understand it lustful mind. Lustful mind as lustful mind. Then Free from lust, mind, free from lust, understand as it is the free from lust. No lust. 
then uh, that is called Vitaragangva, Vitaragang Chittanti Pajayagam. Then Sadhusangva Chittang, Sadhusang Chittanti Pajanati, Vitadhusangva Chittang, Vitadhusang Chittanti Pajanati. When there is a hateful mind, understand as hateful, hateful. And when, when there is a mind free from hateful, understand it as mind free from hateful. Then samohangva chitta, samohang chitta anti pajanati, vitamohangva chitta, vitamohang chitta anti pajanati. When there is a mind uh, with delusion, understand it as delusion, like clouded. There is delusion. Then understand it as a deluded mind. And then when the mind is free from delusion, understand it as a mind free from delusion. Then Sankittanga chittang Sankittan chittanti pajanati. Sankitta means contracted mind. Contracted mind. Then vikkittangva chittang vikkittang chittang tipajanati, distracted mind. When it is distracted, understand as distracted mind. Then mahagatangva chittang mahagatang chittang tipajanati. Mahagata means exalted mind. When there is an exalted mind, the great mind, understand it as a as an exalted mind. Unexalted mind as unexalted mind. Then Sautrangva Chittang Sautrang Chittang Tipajanati Anuttrangva Chittang Anuttrang Chittang Tipajanati Sautra means surpassed mind. Surpassed mind as surpassed mind. Unsurpassed mind as unsurpassed mind. Then, concentrated mind as concentrated mind, and finally, liberated mind as liberated mind, unliberated as unliberated. So, like this, understand the different states of mind. So, that is how one has to understand, one has to establish mindfulness by practicing mind as mind. Then the fourth establishment of mindfulness is Dhammanupassana. Dhammanupassana means contemplating, establishing mindfulness on Dhamma as Dhamma. Where you have realizations. First, you to understand five hindrances. You see now, still you have five hindrances. When you come, though you practice all the way, still you have hindrances, five hindrances. They are subdued. Now, at this time, when you come to the come to the fourth factor, you you can see your five hindrances because your mind, your sati mindfulness is developed. You have wisdom. When you see these five hindrances, what are the five hindrances? Sensual desire, ill will, sloth and torpor, restlessness and doubt. These are the five hindrances. Whenever you see these, you can understand. When it is arising, you can understand. When it is perishing, you can understand. Whenever it is there, you can understand. Whenever it is not there, you can understand. Whenever it is passing, whenever it is abandoning, you can understand. And finally you can understand that it will never come again. You can understand. That is, what, that is how you completely eradicate, erase five hindrances when you come to this stage. And then you can understand five aggregates. The first one is five hindrances. Second, five aggregates. Five aggregates are the same. 
where you can understand rising, perishing, origin, passing. This is vipassana. Origination and cessation of five aggregates. What are the five aggregates? Form, feelings, perception, volitional information and consciousness. You can understand the real nature of five aggregates. Then the third, twelve bases. Twelve bases. What are the twelve bases? Twelve are internal six, external six. Internal six are the six senses. Eye, ear, nose, tongue, body and mind. And then they, are, they have their uh, corresponding external bases. Form, sound, odor, taste, tangible object and mental object. Those are called twelve bases. These twelve has, of these twelve, each one has a, has a fetter, bond. Bonds are the, those we are, we are contemplating, we are, we are practicing, trying to understand nowadays. What are the bonds? We have consciousness, contact, feeling, craving. These are the bond. Fetters. These fetters are to be understood. And fetters are to be cut off. Uh, that is the next one. So then, when you practice further, you can understand seven factors of enlightenment. Seven factors of enlightenment. What are the seven factors of enlightenment? Mindfulness, investigation of Dhamma, energy, rapture, tranquility, uh, concentration, equanimity. Those are the seven factors. These are to be developed. All others before that are to be abandoned, cut off. Now you have to develop. These seven factors are to be developed. They are called seven factors of enlightenment. So these seven factors of enlightenment are to be developed so that they lead you to the attainment of enlightenment. How you attain enlightenment? By realizing the four uh, noble truths. So they lead you to the realization of four noble truths. What are the four noble truths? Unsatisfactoriness, the cause of unsatisfactoriness, the cessation of unsatisfactoriness, and the path leading to the cessation of unsatisfactoriness. These four you can realize. That is not mere understanding. This is complete realization. Together with that, you have come to the end of the path. The fourth factor is the path of the four noble truths. The fourth one is the path, the eight, eight, noble eightfold path. That means the noble eightfold path. So when you practice, develop, you come to the uh, realization of the four noble truths. Together with you, have, you, you come to the completion of the path. And eight noble path, noble, noble eightfold path becomes then ten noble path, ten, ten factors. There are then, together with two more, the path become tenfold path. What are the two factors to be added there? Right knowledge and right liberation. So together with these two, the um, path become tenfold path. Dasa angehi samanagato arahati uchati. It is said, those who have completed the tenfold path are called arahant, the enlightened ones. So that is the completion. Then the arahant, the one who attained arahantship, can understand kina jati, 
I destroyed my rebirth. I will never be born again. Kina jati. Vasitam brahmacharyang. I led the holy life. I completed the noble eightfold path. I completed the path. Vasitam brahmacharyang. Khatam karaniyang. What had to be done, done. Finished. No more to be done. This is the realization. That is the goal. That is why we practice. We all are practicing to lead a happy, peaceful life. And at any time, if we are practicing, we can attain, we can achieve this goal. That is the teaching of the Buddha. The Buddha taught this wonderful technique. This is the technique that we have to follow. At the end of the discourse, the Buddha said, as an assuration, Buddha said, monks, if one practice, if anybody practicing this for seven years, as he taught, for seven years, one, the Buddha said one can attain, either attain enlightenment or if any residue remain, can attain the third level, that is called non-returner. Either attainment of enlightenment as an arahant or the non-returner. Within seven years, then Buddha reduced the time. Buddha said, forget about seven years. Within six years, can. Then reducing the time. said, five years. Within five years, you can do that. If you practice, you can attain enlightenment within five years. Then said, within four years, within three years, two years, one year. Then said, within six months, five months, four months, three months, two months, one month. Within one month, you can attain enlightenment. If you practice properly, accordingly, according to this technique. And then said, forget about one month, half month, within half month. And finally said, forget about half month. Within seven days, Buddha assured, within seven days you can attain enlightenment if you practice according to this technique. So within seven days, we don't want fourteen days. Huh? If you practice properly. But the problem is, it's difficult. <laughs> difficult to practice. Huh? Many problems. Pain here, pain there. Huh? Uh, un- <laughs> unmerison pain arises. <laughs> huh? So, therefore, we have problems. Therefore, it is difficult. However, this is the Buddha's assurance. If you practice this properly, you can attain enlightenment within seven days. Therefore, friends, let's take this. Let's understand this teaching. Let's practice this teaching according to what the Buddha said. Then we can attain enlightenment. And before that, we can live happily, peacefully here in this world. And the attainment of enlightenment itself is not next world. It is also here in this very world. So, let's come to the conclusion. As we all practicing nowadays. We are practicing according to what the Buddha said. By practicing this, we acquire a great deal of merit. By the power of all this merit, may we all attain perpetual bliss of Nibbana. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu.